Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. See where this story is going? It does not look good. That was a scene from Everything Everywhere All at Once, which received 11 Academy Award nominations this morning as we record our podcast, Sitting Around Talking Movies, on Tuesday evening. I'm Neil Rosen. Welcome to another episode where we're going to discuss the nominations and some other stuff as well. I'm joined, as always, by Bill Bergoli. How are you, Bill? Just swell. How are you, Neil? <laughs> Hanging in there. And Bill McCuddy, who actually listened to me on the radio on Sirius XM today, talking about these Oscar nominations. I'm shocked. As, as painful as that was, nothing's more painful than one of the worst movies of the year getting 11 nominations for... Uh, <laughs> For an Oscar. And I have to tell you, I tweeted out and it got retweeted like crazy that I'd never seen a time when so many bad movies were in the top uh, 10 nominations. So let's get it rolling. Let's uh, let's duke it out. Before we get into this, I sent oh, you, Bill, and everybody else on my television show, our television show, Talking Pictures with Neil Rosen, which, by the way, aired new episode airs this Friday. On uh, you can wow, get it on that, YouTube. That's the, this is the fastest to a promo that you've ever done. <laughs> and you could also get it by following me on Twitter at Neil Rosen Apples. The link will be available this Friday evening. But anyway, I sent all the panelists on Talking Pictures, as well as you, Bill Bergoli. Uh, some woman sat down and watched every Oscar-winning Best Picture, and it was hilarious. And they were, and you watch it. Did I don't you, know you, about you, hilarious? Yeah, like I don't either. Long. Well, anyway, your idea of hilarious would fill a very small brochure. Well, the bottom line is, did you did either of you watch that? Yeah, I watched it. Well, I started it, it. It shows me just how bad <laughs> over a what is this the ninety fifth Academy Awards? I think or something. It is the ninety fifth, right? That how bad most of these Best Picture winners have been. I mean, it's remarkable. She's going through this whole thing, and I'm going, yeah, that sucked. That was awful. That was bad. That was that was terrible. That blue, you know what I mean? So, you know, that said, let's lead into this. Okay, so to your point, Bill McCuddy, yeah, I'm not a big fan of everything, everywhere, all at once. And it gets 11 nominations, including Best Director, including Best Actor, you know, Best Picture. And I've talked to more Oscar voters that can't get through it. I don't know how this is possible, (laughs) except that 
we have a lot of new younger and international voters and i think we're really seeing their influence this year it's just a question of whether or not uh all of these new people can bring this across the finish line i'm not sure i mean i am not a fan of four of the 10 movies nominated and i can't remember a time when that was true triangle of sadness to me is like well, the, a, me the menu who fest the, the uh, menu is such a better movie. Well, the menu so wasn't nominated. No, no, what I'm saying, how do you put Triangle of Sadness in if you want to, like, go that white lotus route of, like, you know, satirizing rich people? You know, I think the menu is just such a far superior movie to Triangle of Sadness. Yet Triangle of Sadness is the one that gets in this group. I mean, you I didn't love the Fablemans, uh, and I don't oh. love... Uh, I'm glad Glass Onion didn't get in, although did you see that it got a screenplay nomination? That just blows my mind. And adapted because well, RRR I guess didn't because get a best picture nomination. It's a sequel to a movie, so but it's it's really an original screenplay, but it gets an adaption uh nomination, which is kind of a head scratcher. And I don't that? like women talking. I'm what? sorry. It's why just did, not... why does it not get why does it get an adapted screenplay? It's not based on a novel or something. It's like it's it, what I just said three times up here's the fourth is it's uh, a sequel. So it's based on material oh, that was oh, previously oh, in oh, another with I characters know. from oh, a yeah yeah from uh, but it doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. You're out of order. No, you're out of order. Well, what I said on the radio today, which I'm going to say again now, oh boy. is that as a charter member of the Critics' Choice Association, which we had our awards a week ago, two weeks ago, I don't even remember. But when I got, it's the first year where I could not bring myself, and it's most of these, most of these Best Picture nominations today in the Oscars are pretty much sync up for the most part with um, the Critics' Choice ones. And I could not vote for a best picture. I could not in good conscience say yes, even though this is the best of the shit. I couldn't say like, yes, this is the best picture of the year. I couldn't bring myself to vote in that category. I just couldn't do it. Okay, well, um, Joey Berlin's on the line and he says you're fired from the group. But um, well, that doesn't mean that there, there weren't other categories. Look, I, I just want to say one thing before we start dumping on all these bad movies. I think the headline here that's been ignored because we're all sort of inside baseball is that we have for the first time a year where people may actually watch the Oscars because for the first time it was mandated that they pick 10 instead of a preferential balloting that gave it eight or seven or nine. So they were mandatory. Oh, I wasn't, uh, I was not aware of that. Yeah. It was the first time uh, Dave Carger reported that today on the today show. I wasn't aware of it either. Um, but so we've got 10 and for the first time, four of them are over some well over a hundred million, but as much as I don't like everyone everywhere, uh, it has made over a hundred million dollars. Elvis has made something like three or 400 million. And of course, Top Gun and Avatar are, uh, together worth about $2 billion. And none so of those, and none of those films are going to win best picture. You realize that. Well, I don't know about that. Really? Do you and see I'm, Avatar? But, 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 but listen, Avatar, me, Elvis, or Top? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as long as they get more than 9 million people or however many watched last year for that at the train station, which was a debacle. Like, just. Well, that was. That was that last year or the year before? I think that was the year. Yeah, before. that was the year before. So I mean, I it just last it, year was the one with the with the the slapping incident with Will Smith. Correct, but and and 
so and and as we had talked about on this many times will smith and emancipation not happening um and and maybe for a good reason but no the point is uh we've got remember 1997 the first year i went to the oscars and covered them live titanic 55 million people watched the oscars no one since or before has well, watched can it. i tell you a major mistake that the oscars made in nominations when you go to best song they and it's not a bad song you could listen to it um taylor swift's song from when the crawdads is that when the crawdads sing is that brigoli that's the title right when the crawdads sing yeah okay could you imagine the viewership if you had Taylor Swift? People can't even get. Well, you still have Rihanna. Rihanna has a song. You got Rihanna and you got Lady, Lady, Gaga, Lady, Gaga. Lady Gaga. But Gaga. but could you imagine if you also had Taylor Swift? Yeah. What you know? I'm telling. That was. I don't think they pander like that. I really don't. I mean, I think that they like to zig where the Golden Globes and we, are the Critics' Choice, have zagged. And I think they obviously did that with Andrea Riceboro, which we'll get to in a moment. Really? But well, while we're just talking about best pictures, let's just stay here and go, what do we think is going to win best picture? Everything, every rule at once. I hope you're wrong. I okay. really hope you're I wrong. I didn't say I want that to win. I hey, I really what... liked it. And I think you guys are just old and stuck in the mud. And I'm chronologically the oldest of the three of us but yeah it's too weird for you guys and a lot of the older <laughs> voters uh what i think is going to happen is all quiet on the western front's going to get it because that is a nice archy movie still a you know it's a you, think that's gonna win, you think that's going to win best picture yeah but it's in german with english subtitles yeah <laughs> well don't you by think the way did that get nominated in both categories did that get nominated in foreign and in best i picture? don't think so how could it not get a parasite got nominated in both categories yeah, I, I don't know i have did. to look I, I think i'm it scrolling well, I'm down it, it did i looked it did, oh, it did. okay great well quiet argentina that. 1985 close eo and the quiet girl those are your five nominees your oh, best by the way close close is quite good uh, I don't know about the Irish girl. That seemed to have come out of nowhere. Well, but... I, I would think that All Quiet on the Western Front now is sort of a lock for best international film. All right, maybe that. So, you know what's interesting about that? It got nine nominations, uh, no acting nominations, but um, the 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 whole Netflix handling, which now the guy who was running Netflix stepped down, was putting all of their chips behind Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, which to me was never, it was like, that building is like the Super Bowl of. Well, you hate you hate that movie. Yeah, so I think uh, I, then they had to pivot really quickly, and I guess they did. Although the director didn't get nominated, um, so I think I think that Brigoli, even though I haven't seen it, is right. But I think I think it's definitely going to win in in foreign. You think so, Brigoli? You think Top Gun has a shot? Nope. It's not nope. that good a movie, frankly. Do you think that I actually I disagree? I yeah. think uh, I I think Top Gun has a really really good chance of winning. Oh, I mean it might win, yeah. But that's what Peggy Siegel told me at a party, and she handicaps oh. this kind of stuff. She thinks Top Gun is going to win. Well, but, she's uh, a voter. She doesn't just handicap. She's she's I a think, member. I think it's between. I think everything every you asked me what's going to win, not what I want to win. I think everything everywhere is going to win. But I think if it doesn't win, I think the other two shots on here are the Fablemans or Banshees, with Banshees being a close second. But I still, I think you're going to have an everything, everywhere, all at once sweep. 
And even though I would, if I was betting today, I would tell you that Kate Blanchett's going to win Best Actress for Tar. I would not be surprised if um, Michelle Yeoh gets caught up in a sweep and and wins in that. I mean, the guy from the movie, how do you pronounce his name, Bergoli? Kihu Kwan? How do you pronounce his name? I don't know. I just want to hear you try. Kihuoi Kwan. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce K-E. Believe me, believe me, people who listen to this will tell us. Well, anyway, here's the deal with him. Okay. He start he's like 50 something years old. He was he starred alongside uh Harrison Ford in he was co-starring with Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune. Dune. He, he was, was in, short round. He was he was in Dr. The, Jones. He was in the Goonies movie. Um, I mean, you know, so he's he's been winning all those other awards, Golden Globes. So I think He's a kind of, kind of a comeback story. I think that if it's not him, it'll be Brendan Gleeson. But, um, you know, the surprise in this category is Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, a movie I wasn't even aware of starring Jennifer Lawrence. And that was a really late that was a really late drop. And I think it's an is it an Apple Plus? I think it's. Uh, yeah, it was Apple TV. Plus. I think and I talked about it on the podcast. I saw it. And you guys didn't. Did you like it? I don't yeah. remember. It was OK. It's okay. It's it's one of these movies where the actors are better than the script. Right. It's like she she's a soldier, Jennifer Lawrence, and she has like some kind of head injury from or, or yeah, something. she's suffering from PTSD and uh, yeah, an injury in Afghanistan. It's her locker. She, she wants to go back. She doesn't like. I mean, it, no, it's, not quite. It's not as violent as football. But it, but it's also it's definitely uh, back to her kind of winter bone beginnings. Uh, winter, winter as bone. A, like yeah, a she's a strong kind of. Yeah, not a glamour uh, role. Well, you know, out of nowhere, to McCuddy's point, three weeks ago, um, and and even at the Critics' Choice, when Kate Blanchett won, she's going, you know, she's going through a whole rap about like I don't believe that I my performance is better than any of the other wonderful nominees that I'm up against, as well as Andrea Riseborough, who gave a phenomenal performance that should be that should be noticed and uh, and acknowledged in um, in to Leslie and. The last three weeks, everybody's like, and then I'm reading, well, it's too late. It's too late. People have voted already for the nominations. And they're just going hard on this Andrea Riseborough for to Leslie that nobody had really seen. Very few people had seen. And um, lo and behold, she gets a nomination. She's you know? a client of CAA, and they've got a lot of push in the business. But, Neil, don't be stupid. That whole thing about it's too late was also part of the strategy. Oh. And how this is going to be the thing no one else has done which no one else did. None of the other award shows, including the SAGs, have have singled this out. Uh, yes, Kate Blanchett mentions it, but it's also like a dozen other actors have been well, doing you know who social was media. You know whose place she took, who was snubbed, who I thought was the best women, maybe the best performance period of the year, but certainly the best, one of the best performances is Danielle Deadweiler. Deadweiler. Well, now, now, now you're going to get me pissed because <laughs> not only did I think she was going to be nominated, I was going to win. I was going to pick her as the long shot that's going to come. Remember, a couple of podcasts ago, I said Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh are going to are going to pull so many votes for each that they're going to split, and that's going to let. Uh, and I was going to be thrilled about that. But Anna de Armas is also the one who bumped 
uh, Danielle Detweiler. So now, in addition to protesting about her son being lynched, she has something new to protest. Well, well, the one that the, the nomination in that Best Actress category that really pisses me off is not Andrea Riseborough because, and I got to watch that. I, I started watching that film and I kind of scanned through it. I'm going to watch it in its, in its entire, entirety. I'm not going to do a review now. We should tell people that it's on Apple and it's on Amazon Prime for but rent. She, it's called but she does Sue it a, Leslie. Yeah, but it, she, it looks like she's doing an amazing job. But the thing that pisses me off is Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. She's getting a Best Actress nomination. She was good. She's in the, she's in the movie for like 11 minutes, 10 minutes. I heard you say that on the That's show. That's crazy. Not, she's half the movie. She's, no, she's, she's not. You're, she's you're a lot of that movie. That She's You're a wrong lot about of that, that movie. You just she's the mom for the whole movie. What are you talking about? Eleven yeah. minutes, much longer than eleven minutes. The um, whole movie is about Steven Spielberg's childhood. He had no mother. <laughs> she's Her scenes come when he's eight years old. They go on a camping trip, and she does that dance in front of the headlights. But right, she plays she, the she's piano. In the whole movie, dude. She gets I'm a monkey. I am, I, am very, I am very, I am very unimpressed with Michelle Williams' performance. Oh, I, I think great. it's a supporting actress role. Oh. Not best actress again, role. again, you're dead wrong. She's the only good thing in that otherwise dreadful movie. But, I, but I don't think it's the best. Well, I think Daniel Deadweiler's performance kicks the shit out of Michelle Williams, and I also think that. Um, you know, I, I mean, did you see Viola Davis in The Woman King? That's another snub. I think yeah, that but, but that's that's what could have happened, and this is what did happen. It's Andrea Riceboro, Anna de Armas, Michelle Williams, uh, Michelle Yeoh, and so two Michelles usually cancel each other out. I don't know if you know that <laughs> rule. And then Kate Blanchett. So it's been Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh as the front runner for the whole like. But I'm telling so, you, there's nothing like this. Groundswell of support for Andrea Riceboro that could make this a nah. total, total. Nah. Uh, it's early yet. Nah, it's too early. But you know, I still, I'm still saying Brendan Fraser's a lock for the whale. I don't care what you say. Okay, I, wait, wait, you're jumping all over the. Well, place. I think we've explored the best actors thing. I think Is there a map because you're jumping all over the? Not like, really. We've talked about best actors for like five minutes. No, I'm but you just on. then you jump to supporting actor, and we've missed actor and uh, supporting actress. Which we can get to in a second. Um, well, we again, should do, we should do that now. So here's Go so you're so you're just so we're clear. You think Kate Blanchett or Michelle Yeoh is the best actress is going to win at this point? I mean, we will do a full prediction show the week of the Oscars where we get closer to it. And I'll yeah, but tell don't you puss out. What do you think right now? I think it's between Blanchett and Yeoh. I think it could go either way. That's what but I. That's think. been true all along, and I'm telling you it. The Andrea Riceboro thing is a total. No, uh, I don't think that's happening. Come from behind. Possible. What do you What do you think we're going? There are to three. Do? I listen to three morning shows where they say now she's the front runner. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't care. I don't agree with you. What do you think, Brigoli? I think it's early yet. She could think? she could rise now and then and then fade mm -hmm. by March. We're talking right. the end of March. All right, all right. Let's, let's talk about actor because uh, let's talk about actor because Austin Butler and Colin Farrell uh, and Brendan Fraser are in a three-way tie as far as I'm concerned. I didn't like Neil and I have gone on record about not loving Bill. I love Bill Nye, but I, we didn't love living. No. And then no. the total surprise here again, Oscar night, if it wanted to do something interesting, they, uh, the Academy really likes Paul Mescal. I didn't love after son. Uh, and this is the other kind of Andrea Riceboro 
uh, guy role that come out of sort no, of he was, it was pred- it, they pred- a lot of people predicted. Well, he was in the no, second. No, no. He was in the second dairy. It was he or Hugh Jackman or Tom Cruise. Well, I'm in love um, with him from Normal People. So, and and I thought he was quite. No matter what you think of After Sun, and I'm more fond of it than I don't say it's a great movie, but I'm more fond of it than you are, McCuddy. But I well, thought Hollywood really- likes this guy. He's in the new Richard Linklater movie that's going to take 30 years to film, and he's. Uh, he was uh, Brigoli was telling us about something else. He got cast. No, he got cast in a big thing. Um, yeah, he's Bob <laughs> Dylan, maybe, or he's he's no, in some. No. He's 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 playing some big new role. He's like he's the new guy. What, uh, is, so what is he in? If they want to Brigoli. anoint him, Brigoli. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't remember. What There's I said. no way Brendan Fraser is losing, right? Probably not. Um, puts the fat no. suit on. Come on. No, there's no way he's losing. I agree with you. Yeah, there's, there's no way that he's losing. No and way. In support, no. supporting actress, it's probably Jamie Lee Curtis for everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, never been nominated. No, I don't agree with that. I don't know for supporting actress. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be Angela Bassett. It's Carrie Condon. I think it's. I think it's going to be Angela Bassett. She lost in uh, What's Love Got to Do with It, playing Tina Turner. Um. No, I. 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 I look, I give. I wouldn't be shocked if Jamie Lee Curtis got it. She de-glamorized herself for this thing, made herself look really bad, and she's been around forever. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. By the way, don't cut out Hong Chow because she was not only in The Whale, but she was in The Menu. She yeah. kind of stole The Menu. And and in those years where somebody's in two movies that, that they like, that's a, a powerful kind of a way to win. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Well, that you know, the best supporting actress category—that that's the one where you always get the su- the surprises, you know. I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I think Jamie Lee Curtis has been around forever. Her parents are are a Hollywood royalty. She's never been nominated, and people love her in that movie. Um. Well, in fact, I'll take that in our annual bet, and you can have the field. <laughs> You're going to take Jamie Lee Curtis and give me the field. Correct. It is too early to. Oh um, no, it's it's just too early for me to. I, we'll make the bet usually like we usually do, like the week before, like the week off. You know, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm searching while we're talking to see what what the. My wife is thrilled that uh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris got a costume uh, nomination, oh, and R R R got some kind of a best song nomination. Yeah, uh, although it didn't get a foreign film nod, I was disappointed in that. Uh, Neil, what are some of the other snubs you were concerned about or pissed off about okay, today? So snubs, okay. Oh, snubs. Boy, that's a new page. Turn your turn your notebook. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that Sarah Pol- Sarah Polly not getting a director's nomination was kind of, you know, yeah. That uh, went to Ruben. That went to Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, which is just ridiculous. Well, all, there was, all the women directors were ridiculous. Kind of Sarah Polly, Char- Charlotte Wells for After Sun. You know, the woman who directed The Woman King. Um, Gina Prince-Brythwood. 
the one who directed Till. I mean, you know, all of these women directors were shut out. So I think that was snubby, you know. Um, snubby. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was glad that Olivia Coleman didn't get a nomination because she's like, I like, 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 she's like Meryl Streep. It's like, oh, well, actually, I thought that I thought that performance in Empire of the Sun was one of the best things she's ever done. Well, it was called Empire of Light, but okay. Empire of Light, yeah. Empire of the Sun was an old Steven Spielberg movie, but that's okay. Christian uh, uh, I was happy that Paul Dano didn't get a nomination. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure with that, you know. Please. I was annoyed that Till didn't get nominated for Best Picture. I know it's your right. favorite. We movie. talked about that. And then I, she... think it's, I think it's bizarre that you can nominate Avatar for Best Picture, which from a technological standpoint, the innovations that are in that film, I mean, he took 3D to another level in the original Avatar. In this film, he took it to another level. He doesn't get nominated, James Cameron, for Best Director. I think, if anything, don't nominate it for Best Picture. They'll wait the until they finish all the sequels, and then they'll honor him or something. Yeah, that's what I heard, you know. And this RRR movie, which Lisa Rossman on the TV show was talking up, um, that, I mean, I would have put that in. I mean, I looked at that as opposed to Triangle of Sadness. I well, mean, I wouldn't have put it in Best Picture. I would have put it in Foreign. But uh, yeah, how does that get shut out completely? You know what uh, I mean? I don't know. It was it was in the conversation. It was believed. Uh, Black Panther got shut out. The Woman King got shut out. I'm glad Glass Onion got shut out. Um, yeah, I'm glad it got shut out too. You know, my my favorite category is Best Animated Short Film, only because <laughs> the name of some of the films. The, uh, is that the one that has the Year of Dicks? Yeah, my Year of Dicks. Also, an ostrich told me the what world is my was year. Fake, what, I, what does that mean? Does it mean what I think it means? Oh, I'm going to have to watch it and find out. Uh, another it. title is An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I Think I Believe It. And <laughs> also nominated is The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Yeah, that was funny this morning because uh, Allison Williams and Rez, they were they were giggling through all of that, really? um, which was kind of cool. It gave it some, you know, a little bit of... Did Marcel, the, the shell, get best? Uh, yes, it did. Yep. It's nominated as well. As, as yeah, long not as a not a lot of Disney stuff in that category. Is the Turning Red one in that category? Yeah, that Turning that is in that. Yeah, Turn that's in there. Is in there. Yeah. yeah. So what's that between? Let me, let, what what is that category called? Just best animated feature? Is best that animated that? film. Uh, well, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the yeah, Pinocchio. Puss in well, well, Boots: The Last Wish, which is actually really big in the box office. The Sea Beast and Turning Red. I haven't seen Marcel, but a lot of people like it. Yeah, they get people like, like the short better. There was a short version done. Did they? Yeah. Netflix. Yeah, and they seem to like the short better. Huh, that's interesting. Well, mm -hmm. we will we will talk about all of this, I guess, as the weeks and months wear on. And yeah, we do well, wear on. So, so, so just to wrap up, a director. You want to talk director quickly before we? Yeah. Uh, oh sure. Why not? We can. We can again if you want. Sure. So well, what do you think? Officially, Ruben Ostlin is the long shot at Triangle of Sadness. Martin McDonough is the Banshees of Inishir and Todd Field for Tar. Uh, and the there's two guys, right? Daniels and somebody else that did everything. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart. Right, the, da the Daniels are calling. And of course, the Spielberg Daniels are available. everything everywhere. And so the argument, are. the argument you make, so if you think everything everywhere is winning, then is this a split year and we're going to get Spielberg for the Well, here's what I think. I think that, I think that logically everything everywhere just sweeps everything. That, that's actually what I think. But, you know, Spielberg is Steven Spielberg and 
You know, he has won before, but, you know, they might. But he's also had the color of purple, which also had 11 nominations. Well, this didn't get 11, but and went home empty handed. So he's had it both ways. It's the color purple, but okay. Um, You said the color of purple, but it's okay. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, but people might say, you know, yeah, you know, Spielberg, he might get the sentimental vote. But if if I was guessing at this point, again, we'll do the prediction show laid down the line. I would say, uh, yeah, the Daniels would get it. I mean, people seem to love this movie. Brigoli loves the movie. I'm not a big fan of the movie. What what can I say? I'm just not. Too hip for me. But, you know, it's too hip for me. (laughs) I could see a world where it doesn't win Best Picture, but it does win Best Director. Because I think that even if they can't get through it, they'll admire the fact that if I'm correct about some of the acting roles following, as you said, uh, short round wins. And then I said, Jamie Lee Curtis wins. Uh, if Michelle Yeoh also wins, then the director is responsible for all of that. Even if uh, Top Gun wins best picture or nah. something else wins best picture. You know what I'm saying? Like if it splits that way, even Academy voters who can't get through the whole movie will admire it enough to give it, to give them the, the right. best director. All right. Well, we will have an entire prediction show when we get to the week of the Oscars. And in the meantime, switching gears, we right. saw a movie that opens this Friday called Infinity Pool. Why don't you tell us about it, Bill? Sure. It stars Alexander Skarsgård as a failed writer who's on vacation with his wife. Uh, she's played by Cleopatra Coleman. And they're in an all-exclusive... This is the, uh, oh, this is the Mia Goth movie, right? That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Go on. You want to keep going? No. <laughs> okay. Well, they're on. They're in an all-exclusive vacation resort on the fictional island of Latolka. Uh, <laughs> they're warned not to leave the compound, as they call it, uh, or the resort that they're staying in. But they do, and as they leave, you'll see that there's like razor wire across <laughs> the whole camp that they're in. But they go out, and uh, they're with another couple, one of whom is played by Mia Goth. And uh, they're like, oh, the hell with it. Let's just go out and see what see what all this island's all about. Let's explore they, the they explore the island. They get drunk. Uh, people throw up. And then um, Mia Goth gives uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character a handjob. After that, they get in a car. And wait, uh, wait, wait a minute. Hold, hold on a minute. <laughs> Really? Yeah. There's a little like like swapping going on here or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. She, well, Neil, he, Neil wants you to tell the hand job you want, yeah, a little okay, slower. Well, go slower with that. <laughs> All right. Well, he goes off to pee in, in the woods somewhere and she sneaks up behind him. And there, yes, there is a close up of a penis being man- manipulated in such a fashion. I really didn't need to hear this. All right. Oh, so. there's more than that. There's the uh, conclusion of that, too. And you, which you get to see, and you don't oh, get to see no. that often in a mainstream film, but oh my in this God. one, all oh, that's I don't want to see that. Please say it's not 3D, uh, and it's not 3D, okay. But uh, okay, it's directed, I should say, and I won't have to say much more after this. It's directed by Brandon Cronenberg, son of oh, <laughs> okay. okay, all right. And the apple has it's not fallen far from the tree, and I have <laughs> not. All right, they run down this guy, uh, and uh, they kill this islander by mistake they're in a big cadillac and the islander's dead the police take him into custody and they tell him look we really depend on tourism in this country because there's nothing else going on um so they offer him a deal he can 
pay a ton of money. He can either suffer the death penalty or pay a ton of money and they'll make a clone and the clone gets killed instead. And that's what happens. And it just gets weirder from there. I guess I did describe so it's a sci-fi. Didn't we see a movie like this? Um, I forgot the name of it. We did see a movie like this where there was it was in the future and there were clones, but the clones The Island. Were... The island with Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson is kind no, of no, that. no, no, no. This was about um this was oh, with um I'm right too. Uh, well, this doesn't from, take place in the future. This was from Aaron with um the guy the kid from uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, and I forgot who the actress was, but she was she got a terminal diagnosis and they made a clone. And then they were wrong about the terminal diagnosis and both the clone and the real, the original. Oh, that's right. They have to have, have a, and they, uh, and they have to have like a, like a, a duel. fight or something. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. see threesome. Uh, not in this movie. No, but okay. there are, there is an orgy. There is an orgy that gets interrupted. Would you okay, so, dude, sounds, so cut to the sounds, chase. Did you terrible. like this? Yeah, no, this, like I, it? this was really hard to watch. This and sounds uh, really bad. I guess if I were to make a quick description that Neil would like, I say, this is white Lotus on acid. Okay. I like I like Andrea Scar Andrea. I like uh Mia Goth is Alexander terrific Scar in it, but her I like Alexander Sarsgaard. Yeah, and he's he fine always... too, but uh the characters aren't really well uh fleshed out, shall we say? Um uh, it's not that good. It's just and it doesn't have a, I'm told a satisfying conclusion. Not at all. Kind of jumps the rails at the end. Yeah, it's just he, he wanted to make a point or something about I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna okay. Well, so I don't I'm... recommend it. So okay. don't worry okay. about it. I'm out. A couple There's... of things. Okay, so Trevor Noah left The Daily Show, and um, it's been about a month and a half, and they are now doing re weak hosts to fill in until they find a permanent replacement. Weak? W-E-A-K? <laughs> yeah, it, both. Weak, W-E-E, and W-E-A, yeah. Oh, you so, mean weekly hosts? Weekly hosts, yes. So, Where has Leslie Jones been for a while? So Leslie Jones, I have to tell you, and I was reading Twitter, people loved her performance, her week. I thought this was the worst. I mean, it, it, it was offensive to me. I mean, The Daily Show, be it Jon Stewart or be it Trevor Noah, was kind of hip and cool and satirical and interesting. And, you know, it took a while for Jon Stewart to find his groove and found a while for Trevor Noah to find his groove. But they both did. And they were both really subtle and great to watch. Leslie Jones comes on and she's just screaming and cursing every other word. I'm not fucking doing that. What is this? I mean, it was just awful. It just took, it sucked. It sucked all she the made air it out her of own is what you're saying. It was awful. <laughs> it was just awful. So last night I watched Wanda Sykes do it. That's this week's host. And she was much better, uh, much, much better. But, you know, whoever was raving about Leslie Jones on Twitter, I got to tell you, I thought this was like the, it was the anti-Daily Show. It was awful. She was screaming. She didn't let anybody talk. Who would you like to see to have this job? Roy Wood Jr. He's one of the. Yeah, they gave him a shot. He wasn't, and they gave him an. They gave him an. They never a, gave him a shot. show after it, and that wasn't very good. No, you're thinking about um, Jordan. Klemper. Oh, I know Larry Wilmore also, but the Roy Wood. No, you're thinking about Jordan Klemper or Larry Wilmore. Those are the two. No, I'm people thinking of Larry Wilmore, but I'm I'm just saying that uh, no, Roy Wood Jr. never got a shot. I would like to see any one of those correspondents, be it Desi Lytic, be it um, Ronnie Chang. Be it uh, my my personal pick would be Roy Wood Jr. I'll tell you who'd be perfect if he would do Michael it. Michael Costa. I would I would go with any of those people. But I uh, Leslie Jones, man, that was just terrible. Just okay. Terrible. We 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 understand that. You want to know who should do it? 
who could make it his own and be even better than John Stewart? Yeah. Dave Chappelle. Now that would be in a very Dave Chappelle and the Daily Show yeah, he, is like he's a too, he's perfect combination. He's, he would, he's too big for that. He would dream, dream casting. Well, you say he's too big, but he doesn't have a daily outlet. Well, he had a television show. You remember he walked away from it and hit well, out. That was a sketch comedy show twenty five years ago. This is this is a a different, completely different platform that's much more tailor-made to his talents i think i think that's a great idea but i don't think it'll happen but that's a great idea he would totally make it his own and he's low-key he's not screaming like a lunatic like leslie jones and that would he's be also good. really smart and i think he i haven't seen him good do choice. interviews i've okay. interviewed him he's been the you know he's been on with me a couple of times but i think he'd be a good interviewer um interesting yeah. Uh, Bill Brigoli, you saw The yeah. Last of Us, two episodes of that. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, that's on HBO. It stars Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, whom you guys loved in uh, Birdie, that little Birdie movie. She was also yeah. in Game of Thrones, as was Pedro. <laughs> I have to tell you that when they show that logo, which is basically her and the yeah. guy, and she's looking at it, she looks like, um, she looks exactly like, uh, who's the guy in Maverick that was in Whiplash? Oh. Um, yeah, I know who you mean. Miles Teller. She looks Miles like Teller. a little. She looks like a little Miles Teller. It looks like, like Miles, Miles Teller? Teller is a little girl. It's yeah. swear to God. Look at the look at the. Are you serious? You, it's funny. Look at the money shot from that. It's really funny. I was going to take the picture and put it on Instagram and go, "Oh my God, they got Miles Teller's playing a little girl in this new HBO show." <laughs> um, it, but it, it's it's um, the the biggest debut HBO's ever had. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, based on a video game, which is probably part of the reason. But as based on a video game, things go. This actually has a script, uh, interesting characters. Uh, it's your basic after a global pandemic movie, only this time instead of a, a germ, it's a fungus. And all the people who are infected by this fungus, who are, of course, zombies, have heads that look like mushrooms or fungi growing out of them. Really weird. People look oh, like Miles uh, Teller. They're like, yeah. God. Uh, and Pedro Pascal is this hardened survivor. He loses his daughter in the first episode. And uh, all of a sudden it jumps forward, I think 15 years, maybe more than that, and in Boston. And the government has pretty much taken over everything. And anybody who seems infected is shot on sight. Uh, but there are people who want to uh, take charge or... Uh, they're sort of anarchists and, and right. they there's want, an want nothing revolution. to right. There's an underground revolution taking place. They find this 14 year old girl played by Bella Ramsey, who seems to be immune to the disease, even though she's been uh, attacked by these zombies, her wounds, instead of uh, becoming super infected, just kind of heal up. So she's being spirited off across the country by Pedro Pascal's character so that they can use her to make a cure or something like that. She's humanity's last hope. And she's this very is much like children of men where they're taking the pregnant woman and trying to get her uh, away from all the crazies. Yeah, um, the same kind of thing. But it's interesting to watch. I don't know if I'll keep up with it, but so far I've watched two episodes and I'll probably watch the third. She's very good. She's definitely a 14 year old kid. She swears. <laughs> she packs up. <laughs> very I've heard, I've heard, so I've heard this is good and I'm, I will visit. All right. It. I, I think yeah. Neil and I are the only two people on the planet that haven't watched it because it's like, as I said, I think some like 90 million people have watched it on HBO. 
Well, I have, a, I have a incredible number of downloads or a couple of views. Yeah. I have a recommendation for Bill McCuddy and everybody listening to this, but specifically Bill McCuddy is going to love this. Um, Bill McCuddy, you, you used to have this thing during the pandemic. Where you go like, I've finished Netflix. I remember you used to say that because there was nothing else to watch. Which I thought was kind of clever. But um, I'm flipping around streaming services, looking for stuff. And I see this documentary that I never saw. It's from like 2017. Never saw it. Never heard of it. And started reading about it. I'm going, this sounds interesting. It's called Dying Laughing. And it is interviews with all these, like, and I'm talking about top comedians, but it's all about, like, dying laughing. It's all about when they bombed. It's not about any of, like, yeah, this was great, and I killed with this joke. This oh, yeah, no, those are some of their favorite that. stories. Those right. are some of their... And you've that, got Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer. Get, again, this was filmed in 2017. The late Gary Shanley, Billy Con Connolly, Sarah Silverman, David no, that's Tell. A good, that's a good concept. Where's that? Where's David that Tell. I'm not done. David Tell, Steve Coogan, Jamie Foxx, and I'm only scratching the surface here. And they're okay. all talking about, like... Stop Jump scratching. Up. Stop scratching. Tell me who made it, who directed it. I have no idea, but all the interviews are filmed in black. Sounds and like white. something Mike Bonifilio and Judd Apatow would do. It's all filmed in black and white, and it's basically talking heads. And, and what's the streaming service? It's on Amazon Prime. And I'm, I'm leaving right now to watch it. It's great. And we watch the bad movies so you don't have to. Well, all right. All right. Can, can we? <laughs> I just. Well, I'm glad I talked you into this, but I'm saying it's just very funny, but uh -huh. just all these people talking about, you know, no, we, we understand the concept. Thank you. Talk about heckling as, as, as is your habit. You are taking 10 seconds of yeah. concept and making it into a minute and a half. Okay. Well, I'm going to now, you're going to watch that. I'm going to go off and watch you people with Jonah Hill, David Duchovny, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Eddie Murphy. I'm going to yeah. go watch. I'm, 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 on Netflix. I'm going to go watch that. Good luck. Oh, you've seen it? No, but I've read some reviews. Not good? Yeah. Trailer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Trailer looks good. All right. Well, um, as Bill McCuddy goes off to watch uh, Dying Laughing, and I go off to watch You People, um, thanks for sitting around talking movies with us. And we'll sit around talking movies again with you next week.